Welcome to Lawyers Who Care, the video show podcast that highlights attorneys who go above and beyond for the benefit of their clients. And on each episode, we'll meet a new lawyer and they will share stories about when they went above and beyond legal counsel for the benefit of their client. My name is Andrew Samlin. I'm the principal of Samlin Wealth, a nationally recognized wealth management firm for lawyers, law firms, and their clients. So let's applaud Lawyers Who Care and let's learn from them. Uh, today, my guest is Barry Siefman. Uh, he is an attorney with the Barry A. Siefman PLLC firm uh, in Farmington Hills, Michigan. They focus on personal injury and discrimination law. Welcome, Barry. Thank you. So, Barry, tell us about your firm. How did you come to the law and what made you uh, focus on the areas that you're in? Well, I for 25 years, I was with partners who were of different religions, um, Muslim, Protestant, Christian. Also, we had uh, made all of them rest in peace. And of course, my I'm of the Jewish persuasion. And we had George Lee, African-American, Harvard of Council. And for 25, and we had no issues amongst us. It was, it was wonderful. Um, and in 1998, I went out and started my own firm by the encouragement of one of the senior associates there because I was the first one there, last one to leave, and managing and handling cases. And he says, for all that, you might as well start, start your own. So I did. And, but I maintained a good relationship with everybody. Um, I had a history of... Um, working in the factories through undergrad and working as a claim adjuster for two different insurance companies while going through law school. So I had a broad base and I experienced discrimination myself. Um, and I had a good background for personal injury as a claim adjuster. I quit criminal after 10 years because I was a little too successful on a case and the wrong people and the drug industry wanted to put me on an annual retainer, and I saw what happened to others, so I quit all criminal. I've done, I quit divorce work after 10 years because people were just too unreasonable. I uh, was a personal representative, a public representative, in probate for about 20 years, but I had had enough of that. Um, pretty emotionally drawing as is any case that you really care about. Um, and I continue to fight causes as I did through high school uh, for myself. And uh, that was for personal injury and discrimination. Barry, what's the favorite part of your job? Recognition, I think. Recognition of the issue, recognition of oneself, of one's client. What, what part of recognition client, are you? Client appreciation. Client appreciation. Got it. So yeah. speaking, yeah. speaking of that, can you speak to a case, uh, you know, obviously without any identifying components, um, can you speak to a case where you went above and beyond legal counsel? It sounds like with all your experience, there must be, you know, a, a list of them. Can you share with us one that sticks out for you? Well, one that was published without going through all the plaintiffs, was a Bramcheck versus City of Southgate, a downriver The uh, two of the firemen came to me 
and said, by accident, they, this was before cell phones. By accident, they sat on a recording device and started hearing a private conversation that was on the disc. They recognized it. Firemen often um, work 24 to 36 hour shifts and sleep at the headquarters. Well, they provided a private phone for the firemen that would talk privately and everybody else would respect their space. But now here was a tape in the, in the fire chief who was also a lawyer's car. So I said to them, go back and talk to the rest of the guys and see who's willing to come on board. Well, we ended up with 11 out of 11. And I met with all 11. I figured I'd better organize. So I had them into parties of three, three, and two. Three, 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 and two. Uh, so that if they had any questions of a general nature, have one person call me at a time. And if you have a personal matter you want to call, call me. Then um, we filed the lawsuit against the fire chief and the uh, city of Southgate. It was a published case. I explained to the guys beforehand, they were going to have to reveal to a jury, and I did this as a group setting, what was the most private confidential thing that you said? Otherwise, the jury's going to say, who cares? What's the big deal? And I did it in a group setting because if they couldn't say it to their fellow firefighters, how are they going to say it to a jury? And they did. And we went to trial. And these were guys who spoke to their kids on the phone, this phone, spoke to their wife, girlfriends, parents, brothers or sisters, one of which brother was dying and he was communicating with. Then this particular statue in Michigan prohibits such unauthorized recordings and also allows for what's called punitive damage. There's compensatory damage, which is actual damage, and then there's punitive damage, which means punishment. So I, I said to myself, what's the best way to convey this to the jury so that they will be empathetic? And this also taught me for the future to use this. So I would say to the jury, how much would you be willing to accept financially to reveal some of your most private conversations to a stranger? Would 100,000 be enough? No, no. A million be enough? Maybe, maybe more. And don't you think somebody ought to be punished for, for listening in when you didn't want them to? Well, the jury came back against the fire chief. Compensatory ranged from as low as, I believe, 2,500 to as high as 50,000. And they awarded 1.750, 1,750,000 against each of the 
to each of the 11 firefighters. Against the city, they awarded compensatory roughly 100,000 and punitive of 10 million in a group. Hmm. Well, the judge reviewed it and struck 1,750,000 for each plaintiff and said that's too extreme and took 1,750,000 and said, let's divide it evenly amongst the 11 of you. Well, the guys agreed, including the gentleman with 50,000 who would have gotten more, but that was fine. As far as the city, it was not found that they knew of this taking place, so they couldn't be found of illegal policy for punitive damage. So it taught me that putting the jury in the place of your client is utmost important. And I got letters and emails from across the state thanking me because there was no medical testimony as to emotional injuries. And it proved you don't need medical testimony to prove emotional injuries, plus still having a substantial punitive damage besides compensatory damage. In today's standard, you're allowed four, max five times compensatory to have punitive damage. So we still fared very well. Mm. I felt good about it, and the clients were satisfied, and it taught me a lesson for other cases going forward. Got it. Well, it's a fascinating story. Um, and then, by the way, just so everyone knows, uh, today our special guest is uh, Barry Seifman. Uh, he's of the uh, Barry A. Seifman PLLC firm uh, based in uh, Farmington Hills, um, Michigan, where he focuses on personal injury law and uh, discrimination law. Barry, so that people can get in touch with you, uh, could you share us your phone number twice, please? Uh, my office number is 248-538-0711. I can also... For those interested, can purchase my book. So you want to be a lawyer, the experiences of a trial lawyer, good, bad, funny, and frightening on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. Got it. And for and can people find you on social media? Do you have a web address you want to share? Uh, if they just look up my name, they'll find me. <laughs> Got it. Wonderful. So again, everyone, uh, Barry Seifman is our very special guest. Today has been the Lawyers Who Care video show podcast that highlights attorneys who go above and beyond on behalf of their clients. And as you can see, uh, Attorney Seifman does just that. Uh, if you're an attorney or no one that might be appropriate for this, please feel free to reach out to us at info at samalinwealth.com. That's info at samalinwealth.com. Barry, thank you so much for joining us today. Andrew, thank you for this privilege.